welcome to today's episode of the Outlook by Brooke. I want to first start out today by sending my sincerest condolences to everyone literally around the world because it seems like we're all just going through our own bowl of, for lack of better words, excuse my French, we're going through our own shit. Now, I've seen many maps that show so much fire around the world, wildfires. And it's been an interesting time because I know personally I have people in my life that are waking up that are like, hey, Brooke, I've seen video footage of government officials setting fire to marshlands. And I'm like, yeah, it happens. It happens more than you think. Um, It's profitable, I guess. And, um, not even that. I mean, California had its own, you know, hurricane, which was really odd. They were having earthquakes at the same time. There are still earthquakes going around different parts of the world that are quite severe, as well as fires. Um, yeah, and I just feel like the exposure to people that a lot of us live near what they want to be future smart cities and how that affects our daily life how many people we're realizing are actually paid off it's a really sad situation so I am gonna make it a point to just start praying for all of you guys as my followers and I hope that you guys do the same for each other because I think we are in probably one of the most intense points of this battle between good and evil. It's been very apparent that the evil side of what's going on in the world is not just giving up quite so easily. Um, And I'm thankful for certain social medias exposing certain things, like especially what's going on in Maui because a lot of things aren't making mainstream media and like people are constantly connecting the dots like um the same guy that worked um what was it as a policeman or a mayor something like that I think it was a policeman during the Las Vegas shooting also worked in Maui um people have said that They actually, like, kind of use planes to put a smoke screen up. I've seen video footage of the blue objects that did not get burned. Um, One of those being Oprah's house, and people have been very open about sharing when they're noticing certain buildings, their roofs now being painted blue or realizing the purposes of why certain buildings are blue. In the Maui video footage, like, you can see houses burned down, and if they had a flag outside that was blue, it was weird because the flag never got burned, but everything else did. Now, that is what we refer to as a direct energy weapon, and actually, there was a lot of proof of this being something that the government did have as technology. Before, there was articles and interviews probably like 2018 to 2021 this was something that was talked about but just 
we weren't paying attention. We weren't awake, you know? And I am under the belief that that is what started everything in Maui. Not to mention that that was one of their test runs for the smart cities. They're saying that the homes are grandfathered in. Um, or, I'm sorry, aren't grandfathered in. So if they live from a certain amount of space from the water that they can't rebuild their homes and Hawaiians are very very proud of their culture it's not something that they're willing to move away from or give up and I absolutely commend them on that because I know that a lot of people here down south are the same way like we're just so proud of our heritage and as a whole in America we are we do tend to be very proud to be American very proud to have such nice lifestyles compared to how the other half lives. But right now we're kind of seeing the crash of that. So we'll get into a few things. Um, oh, and by the way, the sirens never went off. The water supply was cut off. There was um, people who said that they saw mass graves dug in Maui and people in those mass graves with bullet holes not people who were incinerated so there's a lot of questions to be asked there and I hope that you guys do your own research to educate yourself because I can tell y'all um the facts that I find online and decipher all day long but I think it definitely brings a whole level of understanding and frustration like personal like um like a righteous anger whenever you do the research yourself and you lay eyes upon like families that have literally lost everything um one day this week I was at work and I don't get too much into conspiracies at work because you know you just can't wake up everybody and I have certain clients that are very awake and they talk to me about things and I don't mind, you know, having the conversations. But um, certain people definitely will deem me as crazy. And so I tend to be very selective on opening up certain conversations. Well, I was having a conversation with a client and one of my coworkers also had someone in their chair. And we were talking about the Maui fires I can't call them wildfires because they definitely were not a natural occurrence. Um, and this woman was probably, I don't know, in her mid to late 50s. And I asked her if she knew what um, direct energy weapons were. And she was like, no, what are they? And so I was explaining to her, like, the frequencies of the colors and how lasers can affect certain colors and not others and that's why everything blue wasn't burned and that basically it was a ginormous laser like that is what a direct energy weapon in a sense kind of is and she was like oh well um I don't know if I believe that and I was like oh okay well then you probably also think that 9-11 was terrorism like from Middle Eastern people and she was like oh absolutely um and she asked me why I didn't. 
So, of course, I shared with her the facts and figures on that. And she just looked at me very puzzled the entire rest of the day. It wasn't really necessarily my favorite conversation to have. Because when you're trying to explain to someone who's not awake what's really going on, they don't really get it. But, in the meantime, it's kind of a seed planted. And I guess that's another thing I want to get across to you guys. Is that sometimes like you will be deemed out of your mind or crazy for not believing the mainstream narrative and for doing your own research and for having your own beliefs. But, you know, this lady who was there at my work, if one of two things happen, so if the truth comes out about 9-11 or the truth comes out about Maui, she's going to question the other event. And then she's going to question how long we've been under a tyrannical reign and what other truths do I know. So I'm really not mad about having that seed planted, but you know, guys, it is it can be very frustrating when people just aren't awake yet with everything going on in the world. Now, I would like to remind you guys that a lot of times on um, Jewish or Hebrew holidays that big things tend to occur on those days. And we have Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur coming up this month, which is, um, it says that Rosh Hashanah is the 15th through the 17th and Yom Kippur is the 24th through the 25th. Um, but upon doing a little bit more research, it talks about like, Rosh Hashanah is the start of Jewish High Holy Days le- leading up to Yom Kippur. It marks the beginning of 10 days of all. Um, basically leads all the way up to the Day of Atonement. And so that would be the holiest day of the year would be the Day of Atonement. So I just see a lot going down mid to late September. And whether it happens or not, we'll see, but that is what I am like really thinking and so that's a little nugget that I would like you guys to keep in your back pocket for later now obviously we did have the Trump arrest which was very very interesting in itself there's there's been so many court cases when it comes to Trump they've been doing whatever they can and 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 in a lot of senses we're just watching a movie. It's exposing corruption, not on his side, but on others. And so, but it is easy to get confused because there's so many different cases for different things. So the arrest was in Fulton County, Georgia, and this was the first time that um, an indictment came with an arrest. And it was actually like 19 people Good people like Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, like they also, quote unquote, turn themselves in. Now, Trump did post his own mugshot, <laughs> which was kind of savage. I loved it. And it was his first tweet since his Twitter had been taken down years ago. So he put the mugshot and then quite literally like, it says mugshot dash August 24th, 2023. So is this the shot that's heard across the world? You know, mugshot. Um, 
shot being the key word, key drops. Um, but he did put underneath that, underneath his mugshot, it said election interference. Then it said never surrender. Then it said Donald Trump, jtrump.com. So if you look at the first initial of each of those little things, it says E-N-D, like the end, which is really, really interesting. Okay, so if he's posting that to Twitter, you know, that means that he will be on Twitter. So we will be able to look for that one specific tweet on that one specific Friday. But I also found a Q drop that has end in the kill box. So this is Q drop 854. It says, is the stage set for the HRC plus, 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 and then five more pluses, raw video, five, semicolon five, which means basically like checkmate. Um, X dash R vid five seven seven four whatever whatever those things mean but basically the takedown of Hillary. I do believe that we are inching closer to that because her hands were tied in so many different cookie jars per se, and you know how she just mysteriously lost all those emails. And if you guys didn't see it when. Donald Trump thought about subpoenaing the January 6th committee for one of his cases. All of their paperwork was mysteriously gone. She's also got ties to the whole Obama administration and trying to take Trump down during the election of 2016. So, but apparently there's a raw video that is going to be released, which will be her checkmate. So that's what I get from that, but we'll continue. It says, we have it all. Reread, restage. Then it says, the nails in many coffins. Impossible to defend. Toxic to the connected. We must work together. We are only as strong as your voice. You must organize and be heard. This is why they keep you divided and in the dark. Weak. We are here to unite and provide truth dark to light evil surrounds us we are fighting for you where we go one we go all the choice to know will be yours in the kill box it says end and then it says q now here's what i find interesting about the fact that that correlates to his mugshot as well as something that he posted this week he said I am pleased to inform you that periodically I will be doing videos on Truth Social that will be discussing many subjects and many time frames. You will be able to choose the video and policy that you like and may want to reply on Truth Social. Enjoy. So it looks like, yes, the EBS may be something that we have to endure and that it's going to be good to wake people up, but... Trump is also going to be dropping videos on Truth Social, which we might just want to check into. It may just tell us more truth than what we maybe think we bargained for, but we will see. Um, another thing that I would like to point out that someone found, um, Truth inform Informative 1776 posted a picture of um, Trump and his inmate number. 
And if you use it as an IP address, it actually goes back to the Department of Defense, which is kind of like another com for, you know, he is our Commander-in-Chief. So I did find that interesting. Um, so, on another note, Okay, so we'll we'll get we'll get on to the next. So I know a lot of you have thought about me with everything going on in Louisiana because that's been making some news too. Um in northern Louisiana, like closer to Texas, which is it is further from me. It's about three hours away. They have had what they're considering wildfires, but do I think that is wildfires or direct energy weapons you already know that so that has been what they're saying is uncontrollable uncontainable but they're also not letting local people go to help put out the fire which kind of resembles a lot of other things that are going on in the world just like they wouldn't let the people in Maui leave whenever the fire was going on they also wouldn't let them put out the fires they had cut off the Water supply. Now, then what made breaking news was the marathon plant on fire. Now, I'm going to share some information with you guys. Uh, personal information. So, I grew up in a family where all of the men worked in plants. All of the men retired from plants still have a lot of family that works in plants and my husband actually does tank work for a living uh, like chemical storage tanks for different facilities it was a chemical storage tank at the marathon in Garyville Louisiana which sometimes is a reserve but whatever it goes hand in hand um that caught fire this was much different than the quote-unquote wildfires that have been going around. See, what has to happen for one of these to explode is that it has to be overpressured. And for it to overpressure, a local operator has to make an error in their judgment most of the time. That's how that happens anyways. And because it's usually local people that are working at these plant facilities, they're not going to risk the community of their family and friends. Also, they had their fire rescue units in. Um, each plant has like this fire rescue team. And one of them being a direct family member of mine, they also had local plants send in their fire rescue team, and they let in the local fire station to put this out as quick as possible, as efficiently as possible. A lot of people took to TikTok that weren't from the community, and they were like, this is definitely the government. Watch your um, oil prices. You know, it's going to surge. Well, Marathon is one of the biggest facilities in the U.S., yes. They are not the only supplier of oil and gas. So that aspect of it is not true. I don't actually think that that 
there, there are two tanks that caught on fire out of their tank farm of probably 80 tanks is going to affect millions of people's gas prices. It just logistically doesn't make sense. And what I guess frustrated me a, a little bit is that, and maybe this is just because I knew this wasn't like a deep state thing. This was like a, could have been a big tragedy that ended up getting under control. Like somebody had made an error in judgment that could have cost many lives. Because this was incidental, it was frustrating for me to have, like, my own personal family members that are there that work at this facility that are, are also on the fire rescue team out there, like, risking their lives to put out this fire. And people are saying, like, oh, it was, it was a deep state thing. Because it wasn't. And maybe I feel like more people should have been praying for the local community, our air quality, you know, our families that, you know, more tanks could have exploded. Like, it could have been a fatal event. They should have been praying for God's protection over them. But I do understand that not everybody sees that perspective because they don't live locally. But for the people that did see it, because it did go around everywhere about Marathon having an explosion, I hope that I provided you guys with enough details to fully understand the situation. Now, somebody did post something that I found perfect. Um, it's online. It was at Leilani Dowding. She said, they will keep setting fires until you submit to their climate change agenda. They will keep allowing looting of shops until you submit to electronic IDs and facial surveillance. They will keep creating pandemics until you submit to medical slavery. Do not comply. And I think that she said it perfectly. Now, we are having, like, other things go on in our world other than fires. Like, they've had major blackouts in Kenya. Um, so, maybe they're getting their EBS or their um, monetary exchange. I don't know. I know that we did have that BRICS meeting. And they had a bunch of countries go that were very interested in it. I don't really know if Kenya was one that fell into it. Because, honestly, I don't fear the whole BRICS situation. So, when BRICS comes up in the news, like, most Americans are fearful for our dollar to crash. And I look forward for it to crash for um, a gold-backed currency to come that would be more stable. Like, it doesn't strike fear in me. It actually excites me. So, I don't really look too far into the whole BRICS thing because it's like, I get it. It's gold-backed. It's going to take over. Like, let's just get on with the show. Um, but they also had a network-wide failure of air traffic controls in the UK. And that is something that I do find really interesting because we had a very similar situation here in the U.S. a couple months back. And it can kind of go one or two ways. So that can either be like White Hat's making sure that the local air controls will be submissive to them when they say planes and trains grounded. Um, or it could be them testing out the system of like how quickly will people react when 
they say like planes and trains are grounded, like go home. There's nothing we can do. So I think it was like a small test run, although it was probably a huge inconvenience to other people. But I think not that it was necessarily a white hat operation to inconvenience people. I think it was mainly so that whenever we do have EBS time, like that is set up for the UK so that people won't be traveling, so that people will sit and watch DBS and um, learn all the truths. And so I did see that. And then I had a follower on Truth Social tag me in it. So thank you for thinking of me to tag me in that. Um, so before I get to the whole Florida thing, because that will be the final thing that I leave you guys with, um, I just wanted to remind you guys with September coming and them being like, oh, we're going to have another COVID shutdown. Like I personally have never vaxxed. I've never masked. I have never taken a test. Um, I have been very verbal about my standing on that. Everyone around me knows my standing on that. And I'm going to give you a for instance. And I'm also going to give you a backup plan. So I went somewhere one day and they asked me if, uh, or they were like, hey, ma'am, um, you don't have a mask on. And I was like, yes, you're correct. I don't. And the worker was like, well, do you want one? And I was, said, no, I don't want one and she said well can I ask you why and I said no you cannot because legally through the ADA if you want to question me of why I can sue you personally for $150,000 something that I looked up a while back and I don't know that I would ever actually have to use that specific thing in the court of law but it definitely made her give me this look like okay, this girl's more educated than me and I don't want to be broke in the near future by getting sued over something. This job is not worth it. So she left me alone. But what will take a standing in court is the Nuremberg Code, which all nations signed after World War II because of all the Nazi experiments, which there is a whole rabbit hole that you can go into with where did all the Nazis go because we did end up with uh, Dr. Mangley here in the U.S., but whole different story for a whole different day. All you need to know is Article 6, Section 3. They cannot force anything on you as far as, um, like, you have to give informed consent for anything medical, like medical masks, um, vaccinating, anything to do with that. You have to give consent for them to have the power over you to make you or have you do the things that they want, whether it's take the vax or wear the mask or whatever. You don't have to. You don't have to give informed consent. Also, they are not legally allowed to prevent you from accessing food, health care, transportation, or education because that would be considered a, that would be considered a war crime. So, keep in mind that anything that you do, that which would be considered complying um, medically, is actually a voluntary thing. Because of Nuremberg Code, Article 6, Section 3. If they try to cut off your food, 
healthcare, transportation, education. You need to know, well, personally, if it feels me, I'll start videoing. But it's good to know their name, where they work at, you know, which, wherever this um, potential, like, war crime happened at. Um, get all the facts and figures so that, and ask the right questions. You know, if you're videoing, ask the right questions so that in the court of law, it will be held up. You know, ask them if they know about Nuremberg Code. Ask them that, you know, or tell them, because of Article 6, Section 3, what are your rights? I mean, they can't, or they shouldn't, violate this. But if they do, because our government signed this so long ago... It upholds in court. Now, let's get on to Florida. This is a very similar situation to Maui. Now, this guy who was on TikTok had videoed his, what, whatever those little Amazon devices are. The ones that you like talk to and they search stuff on the internet or they can play music. Um, I don't have one. Alexa. That's what it is. Okay. Alexa. Sorry, guys. It took me a minute because there's like, there's names for every one of them. Like Alexa, Siri, like what's next? You know, I think there's a few more, but I can't think of it right now. Um, so he had asked his Alexa about the death toll in Florida. And it said something crazy, like 7,000. And this was, like, before the storm really ever even hit. So how does Alexa know the future? You know what I'm saying? Like, that that seems a little fishy. Like, something's not adding up there. And again, just like all these fires being set and all the fishy things going on in Maui, like, that is, like, deep state's last cards they are just throwing them all out on the table okay like they need to run out of cards like super soon because like we're all done we're fit to be tied but so i was doing some more research and all kinds of um places that sell gasoline had mixed diesel in with their regular gas now this affects how a car runs it can break a car down. So imagine trying to evacuate from a Category 3, Category 4 hurricane. And you're stuck on the interstate. You haven't made it very far. Maybe 30 miles. What are you going to do? You're stuck. You are a sitting duck. Now, was this intentionally planned? I guess it's up for you to decide. But I personally have my own speculation. There was somebody, in fact, that took to, um, took to the internet, and it was someone that works on barges on the river that transports gasoline, and he was saying there's a very specific procedure for unloading these barges, and that if so much as a teaspoon does not get passed through like it it leaks or you know it falls onto the ground or whatever um they have to write a, a report on it so they're very serious about 
the flow, the amount that, you know, gets taken off the barges and that none of it gets wasted. If it is that serious, then how does diesel and gas get mixed in at so many gas stations? So many. It is my personal assumption that it was most likely on purpose. See, a storm like this brings in something called storm surge, which is really high water really, really fast. And once the storm surge comes in, depending on how close you are to the water, you could potentially be looking at some very serious flooding. And from what I can see video footage-wise, it looks very similar to how New Orleans looked in Katrina. This is very sad. This is extremely sad that people are experiencing this right now. But for the people who realize that their cars were contaminated and they wouldn't make it very far, the ones that decided to just stay behind because they need clean fuel in their vehicles, they then need to pump out all of this gas that is now just a waste... Um, yeah, they're stuck. What's going to happen when FEMA comes in, especially? That's what I've been thinking because FEMA, FEMA did Maui dirty. FEMA has been caught a few times looting, human trafficking, like all the things. It's really kind of, you know, you can just loop it in there with all the other three-letter agencies. They're not really... The best. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that works at every three-level agency or FEMA is a terrible person. But what I am saying is there's some serious infiltration into all of those um, organizations, I guess is the way to put it. Um, another thing is that people did capture on video all these different weird lights that looked like what they want you to believe is aliens. What really kind of looks like direct energy weapons. And I'm just really not sure how this is going to turn out for Florida. But I'm really hoping and praying that Alexa's prediction was wrong. I'm really hoping that they get some serious assistance. Not just a half-ass FEMA coming in and doing whatever FEMA does kind of assistance. You know, this is really, it's not a fun time to be played with. And truth be told, I think that this is a very significant storm for a couple of reasons. Now, Idalia, which is the name of the storm, it's called, it, its original meaning means behold the sun. Now, people can argue that it's biblical and it's like, behold the son of man because it's going over Rapture Island um, which is a very small, small island in, um, in Florida. Like, literally so small, no one lives on it. There's, like, five trees, something like that. It's tiny. Um, but right after it hit, hit Florida, okay, it's supposed to, because of the way the models look, it's supposed to hit, go up, kind of hit Georgia, Go back into the Atlantic, regroup with Hurricane Franklin, come back and hit the exact same spot. You can't tell me this is not some harp geoengineered, 
BS of a hurricane, especially because I've seen videos of how the clouds look and it's very like frequency looking. So it's going to regroup and it's going to hit several days later again is what the models are showing. What I also find interesting is that the meaning of Franklin is free man, free man, free man. Um, now, it'd be really cool if there was some significance to that, if that after all of this we will be set free. Because our government definitely is trying really hard to put us in any form of bondage that they can right now. Um, I'm a very strong person. I really don't comply. I really speak my mind. And I don't know, like just being such a patriot and like a, such a conservative libertarian, such a like loving person of like my community, especially like the patriot community. I'm sure I'm not like deep state's favorite person, <laughs> but I'm really not concerned about that. I want you guys to know the truth. I want you guys to do your own research. I want you guys to stand strong because, like, this is a battle that one, two, ten people, like, they can't, like, hold the forefront. Like, it's got to be the majority has to stand up and say, no more, no longer. Like, we're not playing your games anymore. We're on my terms. This is my consent. This is my body. This is my life. This is my land. These, like you're not having it anymore. So I'm hoping that this chaos will stop soon and that we will get some relief because I think that a lot of people have been being has people have been very stressed especially financially. Um so you know, this is really a time for us to come together, pray, pray for one another, pray for boldness, pray for safety, pray for peace, for patience, for trust. Um, because right now, literally the only way to live is quite literally like trusting in the Lord. There's nothing that we can do by ourselves that will change this. Um, but to be a part of a bigger picture and a bigger community and have an impact. Like, you know, if, if the Lord doesn't come back soon, then what kind of a legacy are you leaving for your kids? And that's really one reason why I started podcasting. I said, if something happens and evil really takes over this world, like, I want my kids to go back and listen to my words and know that I didn't give up. Like, I didn't give in. I did not comply. I was not a part of the problem. I, I was not a reason that socialism would ever come to the United States. So I hope that you guys kind of feel some empowerment in this next season of this COVID pandemic times two takeover. And let's get through it together, guys. For now, you guys can follow me on Truth Social and you can also follow me on Instagram. Yeah.